Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. of love Mish podcast on today's episode we're going to be talking about self-respect and this one is it has been really tough for me um like spirit has really been kicking my behind and just coming to the realization that i have not been respecting myself is like very hurt you know it just hurts uh, a lot of reflections are coming up and it's just like dang so yeah um yeah, this one's this one's really really tough, but hey, that's how you change and that's how you grow. And I'm thankful for all the teachers that crossed my path um, that were helping me learn the lesson of self-respect. Um, it's so funny because me and my sister were talking today, and uh, we were mention we were mentioning how when something happens to us, no matter what it is, we focus on the emotion really really happy or really really sad angry indifferent whatever it's always emotion but that's not why it happened you have to you know I guess you do have to feel the emotions journal you know they have their part as well however taking a step back out of the emotions just leaving the emotions on the table and just looking at it for what it is in a learning perspective because I'm just like such a student everything just goes back to lessons for me but it's interesting because my sister agreed and I don't know if she sees life that way like I feel like life's a school a college university whatever there's different levels grades lessons classes majors etc that's just me but for her to resonate it's like okay you know I'm not the only one that sees it this way so it was just kind of uh, comforting kind of like a confirmation so to speak but we both agreed that when you step outside of the emotions you see the lesson for what it was and you can thank that person like general genuinely from a heart chakra loving space even if it was bad you know like why do we always magnify great things when nine times out of ten it's the horrific things that birth great things out of us um for example, when I started working at IRS about five years ago, this November will make six years. Um, I grew up in the Christian world, but I had stepped away. I just didn't relate anymore with the, not the Bible, because I feel like all holy scripts are knowledgeable. But I feel like man kind of steps in and tells you kind of how man wants to do it. And it's like, wait a minute. Jesus definitely was talking to prostitutes. Like, y'all are a little off. Jesus definitely didn't have no mega church. He definitely was 
you know, feeding the homeless and, you know, just a wandering soul around here healing. And I just don't, I really don't think the church relates, but that's another podcast. Um, let me get back to it. So I kind of fell into omniism, which I'm still in. I feel like you can get the truth from many different paths. Uh, for example, you can turn on your maps right now. And they kind of changed it a little bit because you would usually put in a location and you could pick like five different routes. Now they kind of try to narrow it down with toll and non-toll. And it's like, no, there's a million different ways to get to this one location. But that to me, that's life. There's a million different ways to get back to source. Um, and it's going to be different because there's different cultures, there's different languages, there's whatever. Like we don't even paint what one color, dress what one, whatever. So how could we just box religion into one thing when everything on this planet is just so diverse? But I digress. Um, let me get back to it. Uh, I thought I had started the spiritual journey, but I didn't. I just opened the spiritual door. I was learning the different topics and I was just expanding my mind. I literally just started the spiritual journey to is it has it been two years? Maybe one. I think I'm going on two years. One. One year for sure. Where um I like hit rock bottom. It was a really, really dark place, but it catapulted me to this amazing place in my life. So yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I was lost, confused, upset, angry, you know all the things that was just the worst i would never wish that on my worst enemy period but i survived and what did it do it did not take me out it's almost as if like a boomerang i went so low well i literally hit the bottom and then the moment i hit the bottom it sprung me back up (laughs) and i've just been going up ever since so it's like we can't just say, you know, I hate you, you know, da, 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 da. like, no, you were the hardest teacher I ever had in my life. I didn't understand the lesson. I didn't appreciate the lesson. But now I want to say thank you. Thank you for being, you know, because before we come here, we agree with different contracts to do different things to learn different lessons. Like if you go on YouTube and type in the soul's journey there's an audiobook on the soul's journey and there's just so many different perspectives on life this journey that I, and you always takes what resonates with you and this definitely resonates with me but we come here for so many lives to experience so many things we create karma and we have to clear the karma and then we create dharma and it's just like it, it's i play the sims it was really simish to me too <laughs> But um, there's new souls, there's baby souls, there's teachers, there's guides, there's master teachers, there's master guides. Like, this shit just does not end, right? And it's like, I think the part that messes us up is we get here and we forget. Can I have my memories, please? Like, that is a class that I'm going to take. I found a spiritual guide to help me unlock the Akashic Records. And I'm so excited to be able to do that. Um... If you could do that on your own by going deep within, congrats. But I am such a hard head. People usually lead me to the water, give me a cup, and put it up to my mouth so I can sip. That's just me. 
Um, most people figure out how to get to the lake on their own and start drinking. I mean, hey, we're all different as long as you get there, as long as you drink it, that's all that matters. But I know me. I meet people, you know, they teach me things, I learn, I go deeper on my own, you know, I thank them, you know, yada, 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 that's just me. But anyways, um, so thinking about the emotions, like, oh my gosh, that was a terrible, and, and, and I literally, as a cancer, it's just 10 times worse, I am a Libra, but I have cancer moon, so every single thing that happens to me it's going to be on level 10 because of my cancer. Um, the emotions are just, I really wish everybody could just experience a day in the life of a cancer moon. I feel like the world would be a different place if you really understood how cancers be feeling. And when, for example, if someone tells me, oh my gosh, you did something wrong to me. I feel like you owe me an apology. I don't mind apologizing. Matter of fact, I'm going to give kudos to my parents. We had to apologize left and right growing up. So it's nothing for me to do. Um, but two, because I am a cancer and I know how it feels. Like I would hate getting screened up growing up. I would hate arguments. I just feel it so much. And I just want to make it right. That helps me with apology, too, because, you know, again, I just said I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I'm pretty sure some people out there would be like, shoot, I would send it my way. But again, I just know how that feels and I don't want it to go. So I apologize. First, sometimes I don't know why. So I may ask, OK, so what? So Because, you know, anybody can say I'm sorry, but to genuinely say sorry, you need to know what it's for. So I may probe like, okay, so what exactly am I apologizing for? Oh, okay. Because we may see things differently. You may see that as a problem. I might not see that. So I'm okay with doing it. But when I present someone with the opportunity to do it back and they don't, it's like, oh, okay. So it's all only about you. But um, anyways, I just have to reflect and say like, thank you. I've had so many teachers and I know it's, it's always going to be relationships with me. Romantic, work, family, that's just how I chose to get my lessons here. <laughs> this Libra relationship thing, oh my God. And I remember meeting someone and saying, you know, it's nice to meet you. I, you know, can't wait for the lesson that you're going to teach me because I know it's, there's a lesson here. I like clearly remember saying that, like, you're here to teach me something. There's a lesson here. So kind of like remind myself, like, girl, don't get too wrapped up in this. It's definitely a lesson. It may not last. You're going to be on to the next because I already know how this goes. Um but still end up falling, you know, head over heels and forgetting the whole message or whatever, whatever. But I said all that to say when I was talking with my sister, we both agreed that everything that happens, everything, it just happens to be relationships with me. Because that's just, I don't know, that's what I chose. Um, there's lessons. Those are professors, teachers, and you're teaching them too. You just may not know what you taught them because that's for them, not necessarily you. Um, so I want to thank my professors, my teachers, my guys, whatever, because there were some hard lessons, but I learned. And I'm actually, um, I went to see Granny today, but I was supposed to do redo roses and thorns today but i want to go see granny so tomorrow i'm definitely gonna finish it and i started the book by basically demonizing everything that the other party did to me 
but I'm going to revamp the book to say thank you. You know, like, thank you for teaching me this. Or there's like two parts of the book. Like, I'm sorry to the hurt parts within me. Because sometimes, well, I'll have another project. I have to apologize to everyone. But I decided I'm not going to reach out to anyone. I'm going to apologize to the ethers. I'm going to burn it. And may it energetically reach them. Because there's just some doors that I don't want to open anymore. And it just is what it is. So I might not get 100% credit for the assignment. But some credit is better than none. Because that's just, I don't know. There's just some doors that I want to remain closed. And my spiritual advisor even mentioned how she wanted to end a contract. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. Like, I know we decided to have a contract here, but I want out. And I agree with that. Like, I don't want to do certain, some contracts anymore. Like, that's it. It's I agree with her with that. So I'm going to write my apology. I'm going to burn it in the fire pit. Let the, let the ethers, let let the wind carry it where it needs to go and you know release that energy give thanks and love whatever and just move on so um as I'm writing the book I'm going to apologize to myself because sometimes you may not get apologies in life and that's okay so I'm gonna you know there's different phases of my life where different things happen but with, with my mother spirit, with my mother intuition, I'm just going to reach back to those different phases of development and just love on that version of me, hug on that version of me, kiss on that version of me, apologize to that version of me on behalf of the other party. And then after I apologize, I'm going to thank the other party for the lessons that they have taught me. So I just can't wait to get those two out. Okay. Um, I feel like writing is a form of uh, energetic release for me. So I feel like that's going to help me get to another level so I'm happy to honor that but yeah my sister was like hey um you know we focus on the emotions we get stuck in the pain yada yada but did you learn the lesson I'm like yes but did you learn the lesson and I always can look back and be like oh my gosh that was a lesson but it just be that cancer part like in the moment I can't see all I can do is feel it be so heavy be so much these feelings y'all but I can literally look back and say, oh, my God, thank you. Like, you really taught me some ish, you know? Um, so, yeah. But y'all know how we start the podcast. Um, we go over our records and then we hop right in it. So, respect. This one is really going to, um, yeah. And I ain't the only one that could use a, a lesson on respect. But I'm learning to uh, focus on myself with this journey, and other people will get will get it when they get it. But you know what be getting me with life sometimes? People will look at me and be like, "Oh my gosh, if you stop doing this or if you stop doing that," and in my head I'd be like, "Well, if you stop doing this and if you stop doing that." So just remember when you give somebody advice, it's a mirror. So the same thing you're telling them is the same thing you need to be swallowing. And I don't think people really get that. Like, so you think you did it so much better, but we in the same boat. We just took two different paths. And I literally be like, "Mm, we in the same place. You just can't see it. (laughs) If you have eyes, you would see it. So don't ever think, you know, 
you so much better than someone else yada 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 because y'all could be learning the same lesson just different ways remember there's so many different ways to to get these lessons um so for example if if we're talking about respect a person could be in a relationship with someone right and them learning respect may be walking away Another person could be in a whole marriage and them learning respect could be divorce. One person can say, oh my gosh, you should have did X, Y, Z to get married, right? But the other person could say, okay, well, you should have did X, Y, Z and got a divorce. That's what I mean by, you know, be careful how you give advice because it's like we are mirrors of each other, right? So, um... Yeah, I'm just learning to uh, get my lessons, you know, not don't be focused on other people too much because we are the same. We're just learning the lessons different ways. Or I could throw another example in there. You could be engaged to someone and haven't gotten married in years. You may need to learn respect by walking away, too. And then I could just keep throwing out examples because there's so many different ways. When you're talking about the word relationship where respect can come in it's just so many different scenarios um so yeah this one was like a hard pill to swallow okay um so let's start our recos so the local business reco will be fly now and pay later it is an app that you can download the link is in the description where you can buy a whole plane ticket put it on a payment plan and fly you see how it says fly now and pay later so i'm going to paris I thought I would be going with the love of my life, but it looks like I may be going with my parents, which is okay. I'm still going to get there as long as they don't make me get the shot. And as long as, you know, I'm not going to be stuck over there or X, Y, Z. We'll just see how COVID world looks because I will be turning the big 35 this year and I want to go to Paris. So I'm definitely going to be putting my plane ticket on the fly now, pay later. Um... And I just want to share that with you. I thought it was so cool. Sometimes you may think people is like balling out like, no, boo. They just knew about this app and you didn't. Um, so the next record I have will be a video movie or TV record. And I want to recommend this uh, TV series called Upload. They have season one and two on Amazon Prime. I actually looked at it with my parents Friday night. We completed the whole season two and it's so good. Now I got to go back and look at season one. But y'all, this remind me of Black Mirror, how when people die, they can upload their consciousness into this virtual world. And the world, it is instead of it being money now, it's gigabytes because it's digital. And the more gigabytes you have, the more lavish or fancy your life is. And the lower gigabytes you have, the more less gigabytes, um, the, the less stuff you have. Like, for example... The high gigabytes, they have, they'll ask you what you want for dinner. You have your own apartment. You have like a server or waiter. Like just imagine like if you play The Sims and you got the cheat codes like that versus if you play The Sims without a cheat code and you really got to work and make that money and you might not have no stuff until you build that money up. On a low flow, you get one freaking box a bed. And if you run out of money, you get froze until the next month. Now, I keep telling y'all about this book, The Game is Life. 
this reminds me of the game is life everybody uploaded to the to the virtual world and it was so many virtual worlds and they could come in and out and then somebody messed it up to when them people bodies died here on earth and it was stuck in the virtual world and it's like how many times do they have to tell us like these movies are not movies tv shows are not tv shows it's like one of the laws is they have to tell us like you cannot trick a universal law it is what it is god himself cannot change it it's just set in stone which i feel like a lot of the times it's like follow the bible follow holy scriptures because look i can only help you so much these rules are here and if you don't follow these rules it is what it is even god himself so um i feel like the powers that be know those rules and they and they tread so close to the line and they're able to get away with a lot of stuff just because you know hey they basically following the rules and we don't be but um that movie like kind of freaked me out because they would put one like let's say one person dies so they get uploaded into the virtual world now let's say i'm alive and i want to see that person that died i could put on this suit and i could go visit them and I have to put on, it looks like virtual reality to me, y'all. So I kind of feel like technology is usually like 30, 40 years ahead versus what they give us. Uh, military, uh, The powers that be get it first, then it trickles down to military, then it trickles down to corporate. And then we finally get it on the tail end. Because I'm now mind you, growing up, we used to look at Inspector Gadget and did not he have an Apple Watch? We just got the Apple Watch, and how many years ago that was? I'm pushing 35. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, um, I was like, oh my God, I have to share this show, and I have to go back and look at season one because it's like they might as well have called the TV series The Game is Life because it's just like the damn book. Um, but anyways, it's just like, I don't know. I just be peeping future so much. And then when it come, I be like, I mean, I try to tell y'all. So, uh, I think that movie's pretty interesting. Um, I'm not scared of anything virtual reality. But I just feel like a lot of that stuff just wants to trap us or get us away from nature or get us away from spirit. Just more control. And it's like, the girl was walking through the forest, touching the trees, like, oh my god, a tree. Like, you was in virtual so much that you don't know what a tree feel like. And when we were growing up, well, my parents were outside a lot. We went outside sometimes, and we were kind of like in the chat rooms online. So we were basically introduced to the internet. But my nieces, them, my niece and nephews just turned one. They will grab your phone, grab your iPad, and they know what to do. So they are more so gonna be like ready for this vr and we're gonna be like well let's go outside i'll walk to the park with them they hot they want water you know they don't want to stay out there too long like i really feel like we got to make sure this next generation don't forget about nature and stuff like i don't know the tv series was just so interesting because like the 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 lady or there was a machine that will make their food so when she went away and she got away from the digital world it was actually growing food and she was surprised by how big the potato was it's just like the art of growing food and it was like okay so what were y'all eating over there if this is food and you don't even know you know what i mean it's just kind of freaky like i think they warning us and they have to test stuff before they release it um just like the sims just like windows every time windows come out they'll send you an email do you want to be part of the beta group um and then 
on films when they come out with a new one they'll ask do you want to be a part of the beta group so we already know when this technology and stuff is invented there is a beta group where they can test it and get the kinks out of it before it's released to the public so i already watch um everybody has different gifts spiritually and some people um have been in the military so deep to where they try to tell us things but we don't believe them like they might say there's a machine that could pass regress you to six years old i lived my life from six years old to 34 times and somebody might be like oh my god i don't believe that like but you believe jesus turned wine into water he walked on water like it's like pick either you believe or you don't believe stuff like that it's just like come on you you either can believe insane stuff happen or not like pick one but don't pick and choose so i'm like oh my god if they could do this do that there's no telling what else they could do um you know just don't want us to know or just you know just to keep that upper hand that power that control or whatever so i don't know check it out amazon prime upload and i remember like i'm on telegram someone had mentioned go watch upload but i didn't i didn't go look at it let me see if it's on my list because i got a list of movies i read articles and stuff more than i like look at tv and look at movies so what i do i just be having like a long list of stuff to look at my sister she'll be naming all the movies but i guess oh my god it's on my list y'all upload on prime see okay on my list i got movies like okay you need to look at um onward bliss manifest karen open your eyes heal they live let me check that off supernatural hidden colors x files when you die fast colors white noise moon of the shadow sailor moon sailor moon crystal um halloween town one and two inside job hidden figures hunter hunter natoro seven deadly sin it's just like a long ass list and I'm just have to make it my goal to like look at one every weekend. And y'all pray for me because I'm about to do overtime and I already know. Like I'm going to get that bag. I'm a Jackson. One thing we're going to do is get that bag. But <sighs> I'm just not a people person anymore. And I'm dealing with people all day. It's just so draining. When I tell you I have energy for me and no one else, that's exactly what I mean. I have energy for me. Like. The smallest things that people do is just like, it's just too much. I'd rather like deal with numbers and paperwork and I'm just, my peopling days are literally over. Okay, so the next podcast Reiko we have is starting your healing journey. Um, And I let you guys listen to her last time, but Look at Spirit brought her back for another message on healing. And I agree exactly with what she was saying. And you know what? Confirmation is just like so key for me. I be thinking things, I be feeling things, and I be going through things. And I don't know why I be feeling like I'm alone, like I'm the only one in the world that goes through this. People have to constantly remind me, you know, I'm the only one that go. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. I know I'm not the only one that goes through this, but maybe with my feelings and my emotions and stuff, it really do make me feel alone. So when I heard her like relate, like, oh my God, I'm not the only one. And and now mind you, this podcast is like two years old. And she mentions like she doesn't want to go out. She doesn't want a club anymore. She wants to do her spiritual bath. She wants to line her crystals up on the side of her tub, light her candles, and just meditate and be in peace. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. And and it's so weird because I feel like I died 
Like when I told y'all hit the bottom, I like died. I I was the one that could drink, blackout, don't know what the fuck happened. Um, just very promiscuous party club, which was all the good feelings to not deal with what's inside, what's hurting me, what's killing me. All the emotions, just happy emotions to mask the dark emotions. And so when I hit the bottom and all those emotions surfaced again, there was no, you know, um, promiscuity. There was no clubs. There was no alcohol. Like, I literally just had to deal with that shit cold turkey. It almost was like rehab. Like, I just had to face all those demons cold turkey. And now I'm in a new place. What is clubbing going to do for me? What is being promiscuous going to do for me? What is drinking and blacking out going to do for me? It's like I don't even resonate with those things anymore. So now that I'm changing, my environments are going to change. People are going to change. I Like I see that. And it's just a weird place to be in because you've been a certain way for so long. Like really stepping into this new version of you. It's like, oh my God. Like I literally could Friday night, I'm getting jazzed up, ready to go somewhere. Ready to catch some happy hour, ready to club, ready to call somebody. Hey, what you doing? You coming over? Like, that's just not me anymore. So, I am going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast on death, rebirth, and marriage. And I think I'm going to tie that in with the honor podcast. Because the last... um mini series of self because this is self-respect will be self-honor and then i'm gonna wrap that one up but i just because i've been getting messed i already have my messages for that one already i just have to to do this one first but spirit was already giving me messages on honor i was like oh my god like i literally was walked down this path <clears throat> and the honor part is gonna be me marrying my new self and you know apologizing to myself and respect my you know it's basically tying all of them together so it, it just was so beautiful the other day i was just in the sun getting a download and you know just like crying like thank you spirit like this is just so beautiful like i i see everything that you just walked me through like i i see it but um yeah where was i going with that oh so to hear someone else, I don't even know. Like when you listen to podcasts, you don't know these people, but y'all literally be going through the same stuff. And it's like, oh my God, like I'm not alone. Like, so this new version of me, oh, that's why I was going death. So I don't think I'm going to be recognized anymore. Like you're so used to having this version of me and that version of me doesn't exist anymore. And... Oh, yeah. Someone will tell me that, like, I miss the, that version of you. Okay. That that sounds like a personal problem <laughs> because that has absolutely nothing to do with me. I'm sorry that you missed that version of me. Um, And I always say, like, I would never tell somebody that. But, you know, hey, let everybody live their own journeys. But I'm going to continue to evolve. And you know what? How you know people are meant for you, they're going to appreciate every fucking version of you. My best friend, Tay. And I've been, I haven't, I haven't still gone out. Like I've been sticking to myself. I went to one event with my cousin because it was a spiritual event and I haven't been back out since. Um, and I got sick when I came back from that event too. So might need to be staying in the house. But anyways, um, uh, where was I going with this?
Oh, the music just cut off. Oh, the music just cut off. Okay, the iPad went dead, so y'all won't hear the um, vibrations in the background anymore, which is okay. Um, oh, yeah, I know what I was saying. I wouldn't tell someone that I missed the old version of them, and then I mentioned my best friend. She literally had texted me the other day. I was like, oh, my God, I miss you, and I love you so much. And I was like, I miss you, and I love you, too. I just need, you know, I just need this time for me. Like, I'm literally reinventing myself, setting up these boundaries, getting, like, stronger in myself. And then I'll be able to, you know, see what I'm willing to do or what I'm not willing to do. And my other best friend, she doesn't even, like, sweat it. She's just like, hey, what you doing? When you coming over? Like, people don't need to be at your beck and call all the time. Like, the fuck? It's really just starting to annoy me, like. I have 24 hours in a day and I get to decide what I want to do with them. I don't have to set any amount of time aside for you. And then I almost got sad too because, or I, I, I am sad because people ex- expect it. Like if, like if, if I was doing something like this podcast and someone wanted to talk, I would stop the podcast and talk to them. Well, now I'm in a phase of my life where I have stuff. That I went to visit my grandma today. There was stuff that I wanted to do that I put aside, which was this podcast. So now that I'm home, I'm going to focus on that. And, you know, I just, I'm not available for you right now. And I'm the person that never says no. So people probably just getting no from me is probably like throwing them for a loop. But, you know, welcome to the new me. It is what it is. Um... And then I feel like, too, if a person needs space, give them the space that they need. Uh, I don't know. I'm still kind of working through that. But then I also feel sad because what I'm going to dive into with this podcast is I didn't even realize I, I wasn't giving myself zero respect. That's how bad it was till now that I have the respect that I do. People are like, oh, my God. And that's horrible. Like, um, I don't know. I just, I have a very strong intuition, but I don't listen to it. Um, Spirit will always tell me, like, you know, this isn't the guy for you. This isn't going to work. And I always be like, like, whatever. Like, let's give it a try. You think you know everything. And I, you know, I'm always proving myself wrong. And so it always hurts, not because of the person, but because I knew going in where it was going to end up. So, so it's almost like doubting myself and hurting myself. It's like the worst. You will hurt you worse than anybody else is what I'm trying to say. But finally, like telling someone like, you know. I wasn't one way I wasn't respecting myself is being friends with someone knowing that I wanted more and not speaking up for myself or not setting that boundary or not giving them the ultimatum. And then when I finally come to this place to where, you know, this isn't working, we need to go out other ways and they don't understand just because I was basically doing whatever they wanted me to do for so long. It's like now I'm starting to see true colors. So if we were really friends the whole time and I take sex out of it, it shouldn't bother you. But the fact that it bothers you means that you weren't really a friend. And that's basically probably why you were here. So just kind of seeing all of that kind of hurts. But then again, I, you know, you, I can only say that's how I feel from my point of view. It could be completely different from theirs. Um, 
because from their point of view, they may feel like that I am not being present. And it's not that I'm not being present, but there's levels to a presence. There is a friend presence, and then there is a relationship presence. There's a boyfriend presence. There's a fiance presence. There's a husband presence. Like, there's levels to this thing called life. And, you know, I was basically giving husband everything, and I scaled it back to friends. And it's like, whoa. Like, yeah, whoa. Whoa on my end. But if my own best friend is telling me I miss you, my homegirl, I talk about cheerleading sophomore year, who I've known longer than you. If she can say, oh, my God, I miss you, but I'm going to give you the space that you need. You know, I can't wait till you step back on the scene and we catch up and da 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 Then how dare you? And that's a friend. Check this out. That's my friend, my best friend, my sister. And then, Hego, you on the other end. You know, not giving me that same, it just put everything in perspective to me. So I, maybe with my rose-colored glasses, thought that this was something that it was not. And as y'all listen to everything that I just learned with respect, it all comes together like, okay, spirit, like, thank you for sending me that teacher that really hit, made me hit the bottom so that I could build myself back up. Like, I literally needed that. I really needed that. I'm so grateful for that. So thank you. Like, how can you be mad at that? So it's kind of bittersweet, but it is what it is. And if 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 old things need to end for new things to begin, then that's okay. I, it's never my intention to hurt anybody. But I think if you really, really love someone, you'll give them what they need. My parents even mentioned how they broke up at one point and they were saying, if it's meant to be, we'll get back together because they loved each other so much. They gave each other what each other needed. And if it was meant to be, it will come back. Like that's love to literally give someone what they need, even if it hurts you is love to selfishly, you know, not give someone what they need. I don't want or need that in my life or, you know, whatever. But again, it's just my point of view, just my perspective. So I'm gonna let you hear her point of view on um how she feels she was starting her healing journey and this is what made me realize i i thought i started my spiritual journey five years ago but no 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 no. i just opened the door (laughs) i literally or i could say i started my spiritual journey but i just started my spiritual healing put it that way because i am making the necessary changes to become my best self so before i was just learning all this stuff still clubbing still drinking still being a hot mess learning about spirituality but not applying it and now i'm actually applying it and it's like whoa oh my god so yeah i'll be back i'll let you hear this clip um also i had to learn that even though i don't feel sometimes that i have healed in certain areas or it's a process and i'm like you know when am I going to stop feeling like this? Or when is this going to be all the way 100? And when is this going to, when is that? You know what? You have to even pride yourself sometimes on even acknowledging that you needed to start your healing process. That's a big step within itself. That is a huge step within itself, knowing that you even need to better yourself, knowing that you want to grow, knowing that 
you don't want to stay stagnant. You want to move forward. You're ready for the next chapter. You're ready to be better. You're ready for growth, higher vibrations. You're ready to start manifesting and getting what you want, what you know you deserve, healing from your past traumas. You want to dive into that. That is a big step. And you have to pride yourself in knowing that you needed to take those steps. Because those are big moments. And people that realize that, that is a very, very good thing. I had to give myself credit for my growth. And just even knowing that I wanted to change and that I needed to change. Wanting to change is a big step. That's acknowledgement of what's wrong and wanting to correct it. Wanting to be a better person for myself first and foremost you have to want to do it for yourself anybody can put that in your ear and oh you need to change or I don't like the way you do this or I don't like that and when you're doing it for other people's reasonings it I won't say it doesn't mean as much but that kind of is the case because you're doing it because somebody else when you do it for yourself and you are reaching towards those goals and you are digging and diving deeper for yourself because of yourself, because you wanted to, it feels good. I'm doing this for myself and, and other people might feel a way about that or you're changing, you're acting different. That just means sometimes those people don't need to be in your corner, sis. Those people don't need to be in your corner, king, queen. You're elevating yourself. And when you are elevating, sometimes you have to reevaluate to elevate. Okay? Look at your circle. Look who's around you when you are doing your healing process. Are they supporting you? Are they pushing you forward? Are they encouraging you? Do they want to learn why you're why you started your healing process do they want to learn what triggers you to help you not be triggered do they want to learn what you want to work towards your goals your your healing goals your life goals financial goals are they interested are they, are they supportive is the bottom line are they supportive because if not, guess what? They don't need to be around. And sometimes you have to cut ties with people. And I'm not saying completely cut ties. Because, of course, if you have years in with some people, um, especially like family members and stuff, of course, you can't just cut them off. I know some of y'all some cold-hearted ass people. But, you know, you can't cut your family off like that. You can keep them at a arm's distance. Hey, I was thinking about you. Hope you're doing good. Okay. Just checking in on you. Hope everything's well. Hope you're blessed. Just checking on you. You can do that to still show your love, especially if it's somebody that you love, a family member, a good friend, anybody, coworker, whatever. You can still check in with them. I'm not saying cut them off, delete the number, block them. Of course not. But some people, you do have to do that too. That one friend that only calls and just gossips. If that's all y'all ever had to talk about, never had no real friendship and talking about elevation 
or being supportive. They're only down to party and gossip and drink. You know, you might need to cut them off. I'm just going to say that. You might need to cut them off because that could be weighing you down. You trying to heal on Saturday night and sit in your bath, relax, have your incense burning. This has happened to me. And they're calling you to go out and party. And then they get mad at you because you don't want to go out and party when they're not understanding that you're trying to change your lifestyle. And it doesn't even have to be the lifestyle that you were living, but they're just so used to you being on call and ready to go and ready to hang out. They don't understand when you want to stay in and you want to have just peace and tranquility and be at peace with yourself. Now understand that. So sometimes you do have to cut some of those people off. Not all the time, but some of the time, some of them just got to go. Another thing for me, cancers, um, being a cancer, we're super, super emotional. I want to learn how to control my reactions to my emotions. Not my emotions. Like I said earlier, I don't want to control my emotions. I want to control my reactions. And that's what it was for me. I get so mad, get so irritated, and I'm just like, oh my god, and I'm, and I'm projecting my anger and my my being upset onto somebody else that didn't deserve it. That's another thing, and then I then I feel bad later on. So yeah, I resonated <laughs> with her so much. That's quantity. Um, her you can listen to. I'm about to go listen to all her podcasts. I've listened about four of them. Um, but you can check her out on Anchor, Spotify, a couple other podcasts, but the link is in the description. She is amazing. She actually stopped. Let me see if I can find her email and be like, girl, where you at? I need you to uh, drop some more podcasts. Um, so as I always tell y'all, like whatever your gift is, drawing, painting, making stuff, send that shit out in the world. It's going to reach whoever's supposed to reach when it's supposed to reach. She did this podcast two years ago. I'm just now... <laughs> It just now landed in my lap teaching me the lesson. Do you see how this works? Okay, so um, the next reco would be Rinky Healing and Prayer reco would be for the Divine Feminine. Um, this goes for me and for everyone else. Uh, as far as the Divine Feminine, I see a lot of changes in the Divine Feminine arena. I'm not the only one. I see a lot of shifts, a lot of changes. It's like we all have made an about phase. Baby, we was going left. Something said about phase. And bitches, we going right. Like, if you just look at a lot of women in your life, they was going one way. Now they going the other way. Like, the energy is feminine energy right about now. But collectively, everybody. But I feel like... um. A lot of people say men are the head, but I honestly feel like women are the head. I really, really do in my in my soul of souls. And I feel like women has fallen so far, so low, so bad. This is why we're in the mess that we are in now. And now that she's rising again, things are being put back in their perfect place. That's just how I feel. Um... But for the Divine Feminine, may you realize your true power and strength. The mother of the world. The mother of worlds. You give life and you take it. Nothing moves without your blessing. Awaken, my love. Your, your crown awaits, queen. 
so yeah um may the divine feminine continue to awaken into about phase and just to rise and to to grow into the knowledge into the wisdom to nurture it to cultivate it and to let those seeds grow you know and just continue to expand Okay, so the music record would be Megan Trainer Better. And I remember listening to this years ago. And it came back into my life again. So it's like, okay, spirit, I hear you. Um, and I have a clip, I have a clip of it, and I really resonate what um the rapper is saying. I'm like, oh my god. And so that's where that queen came from in the Rinky Healing Prayer. So I'm gonna let you hear this uh Snip it. I'll be right back. Let's talk about the word deserve. I talk about what the word deserves. A queen, you queen. Let's talk about that four letter word. Love. I think you deserve a king. I think you deserve the world and everything in it. And I, I try to go get it to show you I meant it when I tell you I'm sorry tomorrow. I promise that I, I try to be better. I'll do whatever for my. And I ain't trying to be your friends, friends. Or your quote unquote fake friends. That's why I hate friends. I'd rather see you laugh than see you cry. I'd rather see you lead and tell a lie. And you ain't got to say it, you deserve better. So yeah, um, I love, he says, let's talk about that one letter word. Ask me what the world deserves, a queen. So do y'all see how stuff be linking together for me? Like, oh my God, like things will just connect. Like I can get 10 different things. And words will just stick out and they'll connect and I can just pull them out and they'll connect and it'll be a whole message. It reminds me of growing up. I was a PBS kid, y'all know I was a nerd. Um, we didn't have cable, so it was channel seven for sure. And one of those shows I think was Ghostwriters, where it would be letters and you would have to figure out what the letters are at the end of the show, they would spell something. I swear that's how like my messages be coming through a song, through a blog, through a movie. It just be like random keywords, random color, random whatever. And when I put them together, it's like a whole fucking message. So um, that's how these podcasts be coming together. Um, so the next uh, reco would be a spiritual teacher, mentor, or guide. It's going to be Miss Susan Winter for this particular episode. Miss Susan Winter is cut throat. She is a relationship coach. And I actually have a clip. <laughs> Someone wrote in with a question and it just burst my bubble. It's so true what she said. She was saying like, you have this version of love, but they had their version and it wasn't the same. She was saying how love can truly be blind. And I finally looked back over my life and was like, oh my God. Like, I've had this version of love, but it has not matched with anyone else. And I think that's why it's important to set up your boundaries and really, because I've been looking at a lot of relationship stuff now, make sure that that person is on the same page with you because other than that, you guys are wasting time. Like, yes, there's lessons to learn, but time is so precious. You want to make sure that it's you're spending it with the right person so that you can meet 
the right milestones that you want to make. And I just feel like women, we love so much, but I really feel like we waste time. I really do. Like we want to love this person. We want to nurture this person. We want to start a family. I don't know. And I just kind of feel like if we just take that extra time in the beginning, I feel like a lot of maybe it's supposed to happen that way. I don't I don't want to say that. Maybe those those journeys happen so those lessons can be learned. Um and that's okay. I guess it's kind of like taking the long way home like instead of taking the expressway, you want to take the long route. So you're still going to get to the destination just a little bit longer. So I don't want to demonize it. No, that's okay cuz we all get the lessons that we're supposed to get, but We've been taking a long route home, ladies. <laughs> so I'll just put it that way. Um, let's see. And I just felt bad because I felt like she was reading it to me. Like, that question felt like me. Like, I just felt so sad even hearing it. Like, oh, my God. They broke up and then he wrote it. Like, still missing her. Still going to be there for her. And the lady, in the most polite way, is like, no. She's <laughs> you don't wait for her you don't it's just like oh my god like like I was able to like get a bird's eye view of me and it's just like no and I really feel like that's what this whole respect message was kind of walking me through and um like I said your emotions will like take you one way but the point is that you get the lesson and I did I'm so very thankful for it and I am so excited about what the future holds now that I have learned this particular lesson so I have to share this. This lady is brilliant. Maybe she can give you a key like she's giving me a key. And you know how YouTube is. When you click on one person, it's going to bring up a whole bunch of other stuff and a whole bunch of other teacher guys that can give you other keys. And hey, we're all on this journey. We're all learning. We're all learning different things. We all have different strengths and different weaknesses. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, yes, the emotions are there. Because we want to feel things. And that's usually what help us remember because if I went through that experience and it wasn't painful, would I really have remembered it? Probably not. <laughs> like, out of all the happy memories that I have in my life, the the really bad, painful ones, those are the ones that are, like, fresh in the memory just because of that pain. And maybe that's just how it needs to be so it can stick and stay. So we're going to listen to this clip from Miss Susan Winters. You can uh, check out her website in the link below. And when you click on her website, you can get a consultation, all that good stuff. But she also has an icon to her YouTube and you can go listen on her YouTube. And let me just say thank you, Universe, for the Internet. Thank you, Universe, for YouTube, because you will usually have to book these people. You will usually have to pay 20, not 20. Where did I get that from? $100, you know, for maybe 30 minutes of their time just to get this counseling and healing that you need. And this shit is free. Like, I I don't think this free era is going to last much longer because it's like all the help, all the love, all the healing, all the whatever that we need is at our fingertips. And I really don't think a lot of people are taking full advantage of that. Like, they are even offering free classes, college credit classes online. How many people have taken a free college class? Okay. Um, it's just like, I don't, I feel like they gave it to us to see what we was going to do with it. They see that we're not using it. And I feel like they're going to snatch it back up. And those who took advantage will be better for it. And those who didn't, you know, hey, it is what it is. But she's not cheap. She charges for her clients. She charges for her classes and all like a lot of them are. They spend hundreds and thousands of dollars for their certifications and they have every right to collect that money back. 
But thanks to YouTube and stuff like that, they're able to hand out keys for free. And I'm just so very thankful for that. So I'm going to let you hear her clip and then we'll come right back. Uh, Ray writes, after battling for four months of no contact after the breakup, I contacted her, told her how I feel, and that she's the best woman I've ever known in my life, and that I'm here for her and will never forget her. She said she's not into relationships right now, she regrets how she treated me, and that I'm a wonderful person and deserves better. I don't understand. We loved each other. And we're perfect? Question mark. Those of you who work with me, you've already got your answers for Ray. Let's see if we're on the same page here. This is beautiful. When we love, love can be blind indeed. Ray, um, okay, I'm on your side, but I gotta say like it is. Uh, your version of what you felt in this relationship came from your ability to feel love and to merge with her. She was not in the same place. So you've got two people playing the same uh, game with each other with totally different ideas as to what the storyline is. She's involved with you and this was how long? Well, I don't know. You, I don't know how long you were together. You didn't say, but uh, after four months, you still think that she's the ideal because in your mind, you treated her as such. In your mind, you took this relationship very seriously. You made her your one and only. And Ray, so that you stop hurting, I've got to remind you, I've never, she's the best woman I've ever known in my life. Ray. Honestly, she admits point blank, uh, she regrets how she treated you. We have to pay attention to this, guys. We don't want to, but we have to. It's for our own benefit. Uh, sometimes we can love so blindly that we love the person who is being cruel to us. We make excuses for the person who's not showing up. Oh, they are busy. They have some kind of problems. Oh, they can't express themselves emotionally. Oh, they're a little impatient, but it's not their fault. They had a hard life. They're so stressed, blah, 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 blah. Um, when somebody tells you, you deserve better, believe them, they know it. They know it because they are very clear on the fact that they did not treat you well. Oh, they know it, know it, know it. And finally, they cut the cord or you cut the cord to save yourself. But they were done a long time earlier and, you know, they didn't even try to be polite. At some point, even they are aware of the fact that their behavior is bad. So when they say you deserve better, clearly understand that as being, I know I cannot give you what you want. Sorry kind of tried, but I didn't, as you can clearly see. I feel badly that I didn't, but I'm not up to the task. I'm not capable or I'm not interested to try. Doesn't matter which one of those it is. It all boils down to the same thing. You do deserve better. They can't or won't give it to you. You must walk. There is no other scenario. So you cannot honestly put them on a pedestal as being the greatest person in the world, the greatest love, I'll never love anybody like you. You were the best person ever. I long for you. And worse yet, I'm waiting for you because they're not coming back. They were barely making an effort when they were there. This is not 
to attack anybody who's listening. Sometimes I got to say it like it is, and I've got to say it straight to just alleviate the pain of waiting. We don't wait for maybe possible, horrible, more attention from somebody that can't love us. This is nothing you wait around for. It's not going to get better. Some people wait in hope thinking it will get better. It doesn't. What you saw is what they have to give. As little as you got from them, that's it. And that was a one-time offer and it's probably not ever happening again. The best thing you can do is walk, take them off the pedestal see it for what it is. Believe them. They're telling you the truth. You do deserve more. You deserve a lot better than them and they know it. So oftentimes people, when they tell us the truth, we don't want to hear it, but they're telling you the truth. Ray. So yeah, Miss Winter was like so blind. I felt like, uh, <laughs> she gracefully answered that question. She probably to be like, Oh my God. What are you doing? But she answered it so gracefully. And that just goes to show you, like, we all are living this world completely different with so many different perspectives. He clearly put her on the pedestal. And the lady was like, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I so needed to hear and see that. Like, oh, my God. So, yeah. Thank you, Miss Winter. So the book or a good read record would be 13 Signs. It's time to build some goddamn self-respect and stop being used by Loner Wolf. Y'all know I love my Loner Wolf. And who would have known? What I tell you, they probably got an article on everything. This article is on self-respect. I actually wanted to read a little bit of it because it's like, oh my God. Um, let me exit out of here and go 13 signs it's time to build some goddamn self-respect and stop being used by althea luna um she's saying it's time to give less fucks about what people think about you and start drawing some boundaries say no and reclaim your personal sobriety over your life okay um people who lack self-respect are open targets for narcissists and egomaniacs who enjoy using self-neglecting people as their lackeys. Oh my gosh. Um, she gives examples for, you know, what self-respect is. Refusing to be spoken to in an offensive way because you know that you deserve better. Now, there have been a times that I can think back where someone may have said something disrespectful. Like, I remember this guy was like... um, and the girl that he was with was like right there. It was people in the room. And he said something so out of the way sexually. And I looked like, oh, my God. I looked at the person that I was with. He didn't say anything. I looked at her that he was with. She didn't say anything. And the room was just so odd. I, I just couldn't believe that he would even say that. um, Because I had no interest of being with that person like that. I think I was just like shocked. I couldn't believe my person didn't say anything. I couldn't believe she didn't say anything. But I honestly didn't say anything. And I think I took the offense of why do I have to tell people what to say and how to behave? Am I supposed to be going around mothering and teaching people? When I'm in situations like that, I feel like, okay, then I don't need to put myself in these situations anymore. Maybe I don't need to hang around these people. That's kind of how I observe it. But what I learned in here is... 
you have to say something. You have to say, you don't need to say that to me. I don't know who you think you're talking to, yada, yada, yada. And that's just so not me. I don't like confrontation. You know, I just kind of feel like that is like mothering. Like that has always been a problem to me. Like even in relationships, like I have to tell you what a relationship is. I have to tell you what is okay to do and what isn't okay to do. But obviously you have to just because so we are all living this life so different. You have to. That is a form of self-respect. And so that's what I was meaning by at the beginning of the podcast. Like I just did not respect myself because I didn't even say like, hey, I don't know who you think you're talking to. But I will say this, when I'm mad, when I'm pissed the fuck off, because they always say Libras are nice, no the fuck, no the fuck, you better talk to my Scorpio uh, counterparts, no the fuck. And I honestly feel like when they say you have uh, one month, is two signs, I honestly feel like you are two signs. I, I Although I am a Scorpio rising, I do feel like even if I wasn't a Scorpio rising, just because in the month of October, you got that Libra and Scorpio energy. I feel like that's how the real Zodiac shit work. You have those two signs, but nobody really talk about that. But that's just kind of how I feel in my heart. But that Scorpio will chop your head off. That Libra side will chop your head off. So when I'm mad, oh, I have, I have no problem with letting somebody know that they have disrespect me. And that's probably the only time people see it. But other than that, I just like, okay, I don't want to be around this person anymore. Okay, I'm not going to come around these people anymore. You know, like, I always feel like, why do I have to tell you, like, like who raised you? Who's your mother? Like, where your moral? Like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like, I don't know. It just feels mothering to me. Like, grown people need mothering. I'd be like, that's just the basic shit. But um, I'm learning, like, yeah, you really do have to put people in your place. And, um... I remember, uh, oh yeah, I remember my ex. And I think guys do try you, like, just, just to do that. Because I remember my ex had said something and I, like, went off. I was like, well, you want, you said that because you wanted to get me mad. You wanted to see me like this. You like drama and I don't. Like, I literally, like, I saw through it and he was, like, smiling. Like, this shit is not cute. This shit is not funny. I don't, this is toxic. Okay, so that was my cue. You're used to toxic. And that's just not going to be me. Like, nobody going to do this shit every day. This shit is unhealthy. Um, But I think sometimes guys will test you just to see those different things. Like, why start something when it don't even need to be started? Like, time will reveal those different parts of a person. Just be patient and let them come out. Um authentically because you didn't start something that maybe not should have been started but yeah just reading that um refusing to be spoken to in an offensive way because you know that you deserve to be treated well i was like wow cutting times with a friend who is lazy and untrustworthy because you know you are worthy of having a dependable friend setting strong boundaries around people who are energy vampires this is something to me and i don't even want to call people energy vampires but i'm just spending a hundred percent of my energy on me and i really don't have any to share i think i'm so used to pouring out of a cup well my lid is on right now and there's nothing is being poured but i appreciate the people who understand that i like i really really do because that's just showing me true love like you know i don't have it to give you give me time space that i need and i appreciate that like the fuck um let's see say no to the unreasonable request 
having clear rules in your relationship, such as no lying. And again, I just felt like, why do I have to tell you don't lie? Why do I have to tell you don't cheat? Why do I have to tell you don't have a baby? You know, it's just certain stuff like the fuck. But again, that's that respect. That's those boundaries. And not only respect their boundaries, but if you do, like if a dog pees on the floor and you don't teach it not to pee on the floor, it's going to keep peeing on the floor. And so I guess, hey, if the example fits. So, you know, we literally have to go around teaching each other. Refusing. I do feel like in the, in, in, as if we all were acting at our higher selves, that would have to be. But now that I, I'm starting to see that everybody is not acting within their higher self, that's why all these teachable moments are coming out. I, I kind of get it now. Um, refusing to settle for less. Knowing your worth. Not compromising your deepest values. To me, they talk about business and social acceptance, but since it's not about business or social acceptance for me, I can change that to refusing to settle with a relationship when you know you're worth more and not compromising with your deepest core values or your true self. So for me, that was knowing that you want this type of relationship, but settling for that, knowing that you want this, but settling for that. Like, just only accepting what a person is giving you. Like, no, this is what I will accept. And if that's not what you have to offer, then goodbye. Like, the road ends here. Um, which Because it's just being true to myself and making sure my needs are met. Like, I, I don't always have to feel someone else's needs. Like, hello, I matter too. So, um, but you have to let that person know. Otherwise, I mean, they, they, I honestly feel like they should know, but I can't keep doing that. Like, they just probably honestly don't know. Um, and I'm just kind of learning that. Let's see here. Um, she was saying the benefits of having self-respect, you honor your needs and your desires and your values. And that is important to me. Um, you feel empowered to say no, like my no is getting stronger. You have more energy for yourself and your dreams. And that's exactly where I'm at. You feel a sense of equality with others. You respect your work. You choose better friends, partners, and work. You feel happy and fulfilled in your romantic life. You feel happy and fulfilled in your business life. Like, they all connect. You feel a greater sense of self-trust, self-confidence. You know how to protect yourself. You feel powerful. And you have authority over your own life. And you're capable of practicing self-love and self-care. So, all of these kind of combine just like the chakras, if you lack one, like they all are going to be out of balance. So I'm just, that's why I love the chakras so much because they remind me of everything else that I'm learning. Um, another advantage of having self-respect is you give yourself permission to follow your dreams and your goals instead of being lost in someone else's business. Um, yeah, let me see. She said, how to build and gain self-respect, spend time affirming your worth. She was saying, uh, practice in the mirror, uh, define your non, non-negotiable values. Um, in order to develop self-respect, you need to identify what your values are. Some of them are reliability, honesty, compassion, acceptance, discipline, playfulness, work, unequalness, sense of humor, ethical living, respect. You can go to your favorite search engine and type in a list of values, get a piece of paper and write down 100 
100% non-negotiable for you. Keep this piece of paper close to you and look at it every day and stick by it. Now, I do remember my sister telling me to do this a very long time ago. I remember. Wasn't ready. Develop interest outside of other people and their BS. She was saying like a hobby, which I have. Um, Set clear boundaries and rules. Without rules, others can walk all over you without blinking an eye. And although I still don't think that's fair, like somebody doesn't have to tell me a boundary. Somebody doesn't have to tell me they don't want to be lied to for me not lying to them. Somebody don't have to tell me not to go have a baby on them and we in a whole relationship. It's just like, I just feel like those things are known. But again, you just got to express them. Without rules, others can walk all over you. Don't undersell yourself. Um, Practice self-care. And that will increase your level of self-respect. Um, nurture your body, heart, mind, and spirit. Eat right. Get enough sleep and exercise. And feed your mind knowledge. And have a daily spiritual practice. Like, I really love Lerner Wolf. Y'all go check out Lerner Wolf. But that's where I'm at now. Like, even when it comes to people, are you nurturing? Like, it is my job to nurture my body, heart, my mind, my spirit. But if we are in a union, are you contributing to helping me nurture my body, my heart, my mind, my spirit. If not, this may not be a good connection. If I'm eating healthy and you're dragging me to want to drink or if I'm protecting my heart and you're putting me in situations for my heart to get hurt, if I'm learning stuff and feeding my mind and, you know, you're feeding it not so good stuff or if I'm into spirituality and you aren't, it's kind of like, it's like a major shift happening. Be proud of who you are and not what you do. So don't basically get caught up into your job title or your degrees and stuff. Because at the core is um, what your attributes and, you know, how you are as a person that matters most. Um, and that's basically not how your worth is not valuable on your job title or your job or your income. Because if those things are taken away, let's say. You don't, you lose your degree, you lose your job, um, you, your bank account goes to zero. Does that mean you're not worthy anymore? No, you're still worthy. So you don't want to put worth in things that could, you know, waver, be one way, one way and another. And how many times do we hear billionaires lose money? How many times do we see CEOs lose it all? You know, just those things are fickle, they waver. So you want to put your worth into something that's solid, that's not going to move, that's going to stand a set, uh, test of time. So... I thought that was interesting, too. Um, She says, this is from Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but it's a habit. Um, Yeah, I just thought that was very, very interesting. And I'm glad Spirit uh, brought that article to me to help me with my own i'm probably gonna go through a whole archive of like 300 plus articles it's just so interesting to me but we're gonna wrap up part one and then we're gonna come back with part two of the episode i'm pretty pretty sure this is an hour by now so let me just wrap this one up and say there are 7.9 billion people in this world yet you met me this is not by happen chance it is a divine meeting and may we guide each other well If life is like a school, what lessons did you learn today? What class did you take? Did you pass or fail a test or pop quiz? If so, it's okay. Failing allows you to restudy an area that you're weak in so that you can test again, 
better than before and pass 100%. So keep learning, evolving, and spreading love. And I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Namaste, love is stay, always vibe high, babe. There are low times and that's okay. But make sure you shoot back up and I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, little this one, to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. I hope you have a better than a great day. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? my childhood with your empty words and yet i'm one of the lucky ones people are suffering people are dying entire ecosystems are collapsing we are in the beginning of a mass extinction and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth how dare you